Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Today, I would like to share with you the last sermon of this series. It took me two years to finish the whole series called Spirit-Led Living. And I would like to encourage all of you to really go back to listen to this teaching again, maybe at least once a year, because it's so important to learn how to be led by the Spirit. Yesterday, I read a long letter from Thailand a lady who wrote a letter to me and asked me to pray for her. I did not know her at all. She just came to revival service in Bangkok. And the whole letter talked about a woman walking to the church and claimed to be very devout Christians and said that she owned a company, blah, 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 blah. And this lady asked her for, to borrow money, 20,000 bahts each time, 30,000 bahts. And eventually... She disappeared. And this lady who let her loan money cried because she lost everything. And she wrote to me at the end of the letter, she said, I should have listened to your teaching about being led by the Spirit long time ago. I was not led by the Spirit. I was led by feelings and things that I can see. So I believe that this is one of the most important teaching. Even though you may have faith, you may have love, but you're not led by the Spirit, you can be deceived. You can go the wrong direction. Faith alone is not enough. Love alone is not enough. We need to be led by the Spirit of God. I say from last time that the answer to a million questions come from the terminology or the subject called being led by the Spirit of God. God has the answer, the right answer and the perfect answer for every question and every situation in your life. He is the best person that you can ask of. Not me, I can make mistakes, but God is the best person. In John chapter 16, 6 to 7, I read from Amplified Bible. But because I have said this thing to you, sorrow has filled your heart. In other words, Jesus said, I'm leaving. I'm going to go back to be with the Father. And the disciples were very sad taken complete possession of them. However, I am telling you nothing but the truth. Nothing but the truth. When I say it is profitable, good, expedient, advantageous for you that I go away, because if I do not go away, the comforter, the counselor, helper, advocate, intercessor, strengthener, stand by, will not come to you into close fellowship with you. But if I go away, I will send him to you to be in close fellowship with you. Brother and sister, if you need counsel, who should you turn to? The counselor inside you. Turn into your own heart. Check on the inside. He is there 24-7. He is your best counselor. If you need comfort, who is the best comforter? He, the greater one on the inside of you. 
turn inside to Him. He is in your heart. If you need help in anything, sometimes when I perform surgery, I don't know what to do next. God, this is a very complicated case, very difficult surgery. I turn to Him on the inside, and He helped me to perform a successful surgery. If I need somebody who stand with me to defend me. And to be between me and the enemy, I turn to the Holy Spirit, who is my advocate. If I need somebody to pray for me, I will inform the Holy Spirit, and He will inform the Lord Jesus in heaven, and they'll pray for me. If I need strength, if I feel so weak, who should I turn to? I should turn to the Holy Spirit, who give me strength. He can strengthen me. The camp this year, we're going to learn about the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is our strength. The more joy you have from the Lord, the more strength you have. John chapter 14 verse 16, and I will pray the Father, and He will give you another Helper, the Comforter, the Counselor, the Helper, the Advocate, Intercessor, Strengthener, and Standby, that He may abide with you forever. Everyone say 24/7. Forever, John fourteen twenty six. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, Counselor, Helper, Advocate, Intercessor, Strengthener, and Standby, whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. So I want to end this series. By encouraging you that no matter what you do, no matter what question you have in your life, no matter what solution you are seeking, the first thing you should do in your life is to turn inside, to check on the inside, check with Him first. Everyone say, check with the Holy Spirit first. I want to encourage you to learn. To develop your habit of checking inside first, because the person who can give you the best and the right answer for every situation is not far away from you. He is inside here all the time. Develop that habits, that lifestyle, that you check on the inside. Sometimes he may give you a very simple answer, just like this simple answer. It clicks, and then. Would make a big difference in your life. It will turn you to the future, turn you to the higher level, just because you listen to Him. But the problem is, in this life, we are living in the physical world. We are living in the world that there are many voices, there are many things in life that distract us or pull us away from fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. People talk to us. I think nowadays is worse than 50 years ago when I was born. At that time, not much. Now, television, YouTube, radio, people call you, text you, lie you. Oh, I saw Pastor Da lie. You know, lie means L-I-N-E. It's something that people use a lot in Asia. To communicate to one another. Sometime when we woke up in the morning, I saw about fifty lies in her phone, and all the junk in there, all kind of junk in there. So you have to check, 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 check. 
a lot of distraction, a lot of things going on, a lot of questions come up. What should I dress today? What kind of perfume I should put on? How should I invest this money? What should I talk to my boss? A lot of things going on in our mind and all these voices, all these things that clutter our mind and going on in our mind would keep us away from the Holy Spirit. And we could not listen to him. We even totally ignore him because we're so busy with the phone, with the text messages and email and line and YouTube and all the Google. You have to Google that, Google this all the time and you never listen to him. The voice of God shall be clearly in your spirit. If you learn how to shut off many voices in your life, put the phone away. Turn it to vibration. Turn the TV off. Turn the radio station off. Stay away from the computer for one hour. And stay quiet and be still and begin to listen to God. Lots of things try to distract you. The kids, the dogs, and the cats, and your friend, your family, all kind of things. My daughter has three dogs. So when I walk into her house, it's like everywhere, just all the time. Hard to listen to the Holy Spirit when the dog keeps running around. <laughs> the dog can distract you from listening to the Holy Spirit. Amen? But when you learn to listen to Him, you will get the right answer to any question. He knows everything about everything and He knows the future as well. Therefore, we should Build up this habit. Check on the inside first. Everyone point to yourself. Check. Inside first. Otherwise, if you are distracted all the time and ignore the Holy Spirit, you can make wrong decision. You can make mistake. You can lose money, lose your life, get into troubles because you are running your own life. We need to find time to meet the Lord. Sometimes Christians say this way, but pastor, I'm praying. I'm praying. I sit in my kitchen and pray and pray and pray. But what happens is that you keep praying. You keep talking, talking, talking. God, I need this. I need that. I need that. God, God, help me. Help me. You keep talking, but you never sit still and just listen to him. That is not the way of faith. When you walk in faith and you ask for something, then you just sit still and say, thank you, Lord. Now I'm going to listen to you. Don't keep talking, 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 but allow God to talk to you as well. And when you talk to him, when you ask him question, please expect the answer. He's going to give you the answer and give him some time to speak to you. My brother and sister, you may face the two situations that look identical. And the same way, exactly the same way. And you can ask the Lord, what should I do for the situation A and the situation B? Maybe you need to talk to this teenager, your middle son or older son, teenager. But you need to talk to the teenager girl. They're both teenagers. Instead of just using a formula to talk to them, you should ask the Lord, what should I say? To my teenager son. And when you turn to your daughter, what should I say to my teenager daughter? 
because he may give you different answers for different person, even though the situation look the same. For example, a person may come to you and ask for healing. Before you do anything, you should ask the Lord, "What should I do?" And the Lord may say, "For this person, just lay hand and speak in the name of Jesus Christ. You are healed right now." But another person come to you with the same sickness, headache, or something, exactly the same situation, and the Lord may say to you, "Oh, you don't need to lay hand. You don't need to pray. You just encourage." You just speak the word of encouragement. You just hug him, and you just comfort him, and give him CD to listen about healing, and he gets healed on his own at home. You see, two situation, the Holy Spirit may tell you to do different thing. You always ask God what to do in this situation. Amen. I'm going to show you the scripture about a man named King David. I'm going to read many scripture that every time King David have to do something, he has the habit of inquiring of the Lord first. First Samuel chapter 23 verses one to five. He asked the Lord what to do in each situation. Then they told David, saying, "Look, the Philistines are fighting against Kila." And they are robbing the threshing floors. Therefore, David inquired of the Lord, saying, "Shall I go and attack these Philistines?" And the Lord said to David, "Go and attack the Philistines and save Keilah." But David's men said to him, "Now David's men start to talk to him out of faith, give him some doubt. Now, look." We are afraid here in Judah. How much more than if we go to Keilah against the armies of the Philistines? Wow, this is a difficult situation. Then David inquired of the Lord once again. Sometimes people may come to you. Are you sure? Are you sure to do that? And you start to be shaken. What do you do? You ask him again. And the Lord answered him and said, "Arise, go down to Keilah, for I will deliver the Philistines into your hand." And David and his men went to Keilah and fought with the Philistines, struck them with a mighty blow, and took away their livestock. So David saved the inhabitants of Keilah. You can see that David inquired of the Lord, even though his men discouraged him, he inquired of the Lord again. And he received the same answer. First Samuel chapter thirty, verse eight. So David inquired of the Lord. Everyone say inquired of the Lord, saying, "Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them?" And he answered him, "You see, God, you need to understand this. God is so good. He's so loving. He cares for you. He loves you so much." He always wants to help you. The problem is this: you don't ask him. He wants to give you answer. He wants to tell you what to do in every situation. But the problem is we ignore him and we never check in with him. You see, David asked the Lord. He always answered him, and he answered him: "Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them, and without fail recover all." Wow, the Lord. Honor him to give him complete 
victory. The Lord gave King David very specific instruction. Every time we ask the Lord, He may give us a specific instruction. Amen. So I always ask the Lord what I need to do in this situation. And the Lord always tell me what to do. Sometimes he may not tell me the answer, but he say, call that person. He has the answer for you. Sometimes the Lord may tell me, look into this internet and in- information is in there or something, you know. But he will lead you. He will guide you. Second Samuel chapter 2 verse 1. It happened after this that David inquired of the Lord saying, shall I go up to any of the cities of Judah? And the Lord said to him, go up. David said, where shall I go up? Wow, he asked in detail. The first question, should I go? Second question, when I go, where shall I go? And he said, to Hebron. Second Samuel 5, 19. So David inquired of the Lord saying, shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said to David, go up. For I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into your hands. After I read all this scripture, you start to think now as a human. Wow. King David asked the Lord for the same question again and again and again. And it seemed like the Lord gave him the same answer again and again and again. It sounds like if I ask him about this situation and he give me the answer A. Second time, A, again. Oh, this is a formula. From now on, anytime the things happen, I'm going to use A. No. You need to ask the Lord for every single situation. Look at 2 Samuel chapter 5, verse 22, 23. Now the Lord gives different answer. Then the Philistines went up once again and deployed themselves in the valley of Rephaim. Therefore, David inquired of the Lord. You see, every time David is going to do something, he asked the Lord first. And he said, you shall not go up. Oh, this time say no. The previous time say yes, 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 yes. This time, no, you shall not go up. Circle around behind them and come upon them in front of the mulberry trees. In the past few times, he said, go up, go. But this time, don't go. Just go around the other way. Don't go up. First Chronicle 14.10 And David inquired of God, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistine? Will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said to him, Go up. Uh, this time say, Go up. Last time say, No. For I will deliver them into your hand. My brother and sister, let us practice what David did. Let us unclutter things in our life. Sometimes stop checking your phone. Checking the line. Checking the text message. Look at your computer. Stop the TV. Stay away from people for half an hour by yourself. Stay away from your husband for half an hour. And sit down and listen to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. We should inquire of the Lord in each and every single situation that involve our life, especially major decisions, such as who you're going to marry to, what house you're going to buy, something like that, or where you're going to invest your money. You always ask the Lord. Actually, this is my habit. When the patient is talking to me, 
I always put my antenna, internal antenna up. And while I was listening to the patient, I always listened to God inside me. What does it mean? What is going on? What can I do? When I look at the MRI, when I look at the CAT scan, I did not just look as a human. I always ask the Lord, show me, Lord, what is wrong in this MRI that other people have missed? I want to understand the situation here. If Jesus is still walking on earth today, I believe that, and we don't have the Holy Spirit, we would have gone to Jesus. We have to fly to Jerusalem. We have to spend money to buy airplane ticket to fly to Jerusalem to ask Jesus all the questions we have. Or we may have to make a phone call or text message to him if Jesus has a smartphone. But what happened is that Jesus could not answer you right away. He has millions of people that he has to deal with. Sometimes I get message from Europe, from Thailand, from many places, and I have to put it on hold until tomorrow morning because I cannot answer everything at one time. But thank God, we have the helper, the advocate, the intercessor, the standby, the counselor, the comforter, the strengthener inside us all the time. And we don't need to fly to Jerusalem. We don't need to make a phone call. We just look inside Check with him first. Ask him what I need to do. We must train ourselves to immediately always ask the Lord. Even yesterday I went to Bellevue Mall. When we drove in, the first thing we asked, should we go turn left or turn right for the parking spot? Yesterday, Pastor Dad said, I'm going to turn into the QFC to find parking. But I heard the Holy Spirit say, no, go to the parking garage of Bellevue Mall. But, you know, happy wife, happy life. I didn't say anything. I just keep quiet. God told me, you have to park in the parking garage in Bellevue Mall. So she drove into the QFC area and she could not find the parking. And so we turn around, go back into the parking garage. And God said, go up there and turn left. And there, the car pulled out and we got the parking right away. You see, if we listen to God, even parking, we know what to do with the parking. Amen. So when we need counsel, we turn to the Holy Spirit. Train ourselves that way. Many times in our, our life, you know, people think that we are so spiritual. And hurting people may come to us and say, you know, brother, sister, what should I do in this situation? My husband is divorcing me. Oh, my kids get into trouble. Can you tell me what to do? Have you ever faced that? People come and ask you questions. I got it all the time. People come to us and say, what should I do in this situation? Should I buy that house? Should I invest money here? And I want to tell you one thing. Don't give any answer if the Holy Spirit doesn't tell you. Because if you give answer of your own, your answer can be wrong and you're going to mess up people's life. That's a problem. So when people ask you a question, who do you check first? Beep, 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 beep. Inside here. When somebody asks me what did you do, I beep, 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 I check inside. And if I don't hear the answer from the Holy Spirit, what do I say? I say, 
Sister, brother, I don't know. I have no answer. If the Lord give me anything, I will let you know later on. And you pray, I pray, and I believe that the Holy Spirit will tell you, and the Holy Spirit will tell me if He wants to, as He wills. I cannot force God. You know, I don't believe in forcing the Holy Spirit. Somebody told me the story that this person got into a vehicle and sit with somebody and then ask the Holy Spirit to give me the word of knowledge right now. I don't believe in that. That is fortune telling. You cannot force the Holy Spirit to tell you anything. And that person heard the voice too. But it can be the demon of fortune telling. In Thailand and in many places in America, people, when they want to answer, you know what they do? They look for a prophet. They ran to the prophet and say, prophet, I'm going to give you $100 right now. Could you tell me what God speaks to you? I don't believe in that practice. Because that is fortune telling. It's a witchcraft. The Lord can speak to you directly. You don't need Pastor Lao. You don't need a prophet. The prophet in the New Testament is not the same as the prophet in the Old Testament. The prophet in the Old Testament is because at that generation, people did not have the Holy Spirit on the inside of them. But now we are living in the New Testament era. We all can hear from the Holy Spirit. When we don't hear from God, we just admit, I don't know. Okay? But when we hear from God, this is the answer. I think you should do this, but don't just listen to me. You need three witnesses at least. First witness is the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. Witness to you. Two, the Bible. Three, maybe my witness that the Holy Spirit speak to me. So we need three witnesses to confirm. Don't just listen to me alone. If what I say is not according to the Bible, don't listen to me. Amen? This is the problem. Most people don't want to take their own responsibility of their decision. If you tell people what to do and they mess up, they lose money, they get into big trouble, do you know who going to blame? You. You tell me what to do, and I do what you say, tell me to do. Now I mess up. Your fault. I leave the church. That is the problem. They blame people. Brother and sister, from now on, when you hear any counseling from anybody, and you make your own decision to obey that counseling, and you mess up, please don't blame anybody. You are responsible for your own action and your own decision. Please, okay? Be grown up. Be mature. Don't blame any people. People may come and ask you many questions. What should I do? Where should I buy the house? Who should I marry to? Sometimes when you don't hear the answer, you just say, go to God and ask God yourself. I don't know. I'm sorry, I don't know. I'm not God. I'm not omniscient. I don't know the future. Unless God tell you what to say. Don't try to cook it up. Okay? And you even say, God may tell you and he doesn't tell me. And I don't need to know. And you don't need to know to tell me all the details because you may feel embarrassed to tell me all of your details. Sometimes husband and wife fight each other in the house and, oh, can you tell me how do you fight? No, you don't need to know. The Holy Spirit know about it before 
that person come to you, how they fight in the house, how they throw things to one another. You don't need to know all the details. If the Holy Spirit wants to tell you what to do in this family situation, He will tell you at the spot. And you just say, this is what you should do. And you need to check with the Holy Spirit too. God has the answer for every single question in your life. Should I get this job? Should I buy that house? Should I go to that church? Should I invest money here? Should I marry that person? Should I move to that city? God has the answer for every single question for you. And you can ask God to supernaturally make you know on the inside. You know. It doesn't have to be audible voice. It's a witness on the inside. You just know. Amen. I have to face a ministry question in the past one week. What should I do? I face a ministry question I don't want to share with you right now. And I keep praying. And the only thing I heard from God is, I heard something from God already, but I'm not sure. And then God told me, call Pastor Joe Cruz. Pastor Joe Cruz is coming in January, I think 13, 14, to have revival service here. So I called him. And I asked him about this ministry question. And his answer is exactly what I heard in my spirit. So it's a witness confirmed. This morning I woke up at 5 a.m. I wrote the email to fulfill what I need to do according to what God told me. And Pastor Joe Cruz confirmed in my spirit what I need to do. How many people want to be rich in this room? Raise your hand up. How many people want to be rich? Oh, you don't raise your hand? Do you need brain transplant? You don't want to be rich? Wow. Okay. Those who don't raise your hand, I will remember that you don't want to be rich. How are you going to be rich? One of the factors, not just work hard, be faithful, be honest in your dealing, and be a good employee, employer. One thing you need to do is to listen to the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit can guide you to do the right investment. Buying the right house so that you can sell in the future with more money. Put money in the right place so that you can gain income. It's so important to listen to the Holy Spirit. Do you know why God wants you to be rich? Do you know why? Because he wants you to be the blessing to other people. It is more blessed to give. If you don't even have enough money to pay your bill, you're in debt, you're short all the time, Month to month, year to year, you don't have enough money left. How are you going to bless people? You cannot even pay your own bill. You don't even have money to fly out of the country to preach the gospel. So in order to be blessed financially, you must listen to the Holy Spirit. Amen? And remember this, sometimes God may tell you to do something and you don't want to hear it. Sometimes God tells you, Choose A. No, 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 not, not A. You argue. Your brain just scream inside you. No, 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 no. And you ask again like King David, what should I do? And he say, A. No, 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 no. You have to be careful. Don't be rebellious. If God tells you to do something, you must do it. Amen? Not only that, when your friend tells you, you know, we have a lot of smart friends in this church. Your friend may tell you to do something for a particular situation. You talk to your friend, you I have this situation, what should I do? Your friend say, 
Even though your smart friend, even though your pastor, like Pastor Lau, tell you what to do, please check with the Holy Spirit first. Okay, don't just listen to me. Don't just listen to your friend. Always check with the Holy Spirit. Spend some time with Him. Let me read this scripture. Matthew, chapter seven, seven to eight. When I read this scripture a long time ago, I thought that this is about asking for a wife, asking for a house. But now I know that it's more than just asking for something. Ask, it will be given to you. Seek. And you will find. Knock, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receive. He who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be open. These scriptures apply to your daily life of the answer of what you do in life, where to invest. You may be asking God, searching God, searching. For years and years, for what you need to do in your career, maybe you were searching years for years whom you should marry to, or how you're going to do that thing, where, when. Sometimes God tells you to do something. You need to ask next question: When, how, to do it. Okay, don't just jump into do because there is timing of God. You may have to wait for 10 years before you do that thing. God may tell you to do something. Ask him when, how, where. It's so wonderful that I have a very godly wife. Sometimes I don't know what to do. I pray to God. God tell me to do something, and I share with Pastor Da about the situation. And Pastor Da listened to the Holy Spirit too, and she confirmed. Yeah, I think you should do this. When she say that, it's like the light turn on. Exactly, the Holy Spirit told her something. The Holy Spirit told me something. If the same Holy Spirit, we will have that confirmation. We hear the same thing, and I say Hallelujah. I know now this is from God. This is why it's so important to have a fellowship in the church, that we should have godly counsel, check with one another. About the decision, especially the major decision in life, what to do, when to do, what the Lord wants me to do, we should get godly counsel and make sure that the Holy Spirit tell us what to do. Everyone say it pays to be led by the Holy Spirit. If you use your own intellect, your own smartness, you may make a big mistake. Your flesh and your reasoning gonna fight with you. So you need to listen to the Holy Spirit, and once you obey, you expect the blessing. Let me read from Deuteronomy 28 verses 1 to 8. Now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all His commandments which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. And all this blessing shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice. There are two voices here: Rema, the voice of the Holy Spirit, and Loko, the voice from the Bible. The voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the country. 
Rest shall be in the fruit of your body, the produce of your crowd, and the increase of your herds, the increase of your cattle, and the offsprings of your flocks. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. The Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouse. The Lord command. I like that. Bless. He command. Bless. And when God command, nothing can stop. The devil cannot do anything. In your storehouses and to in all to which you set your hand and he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. We need to learn how to listen to the voice of God. And when we obey him, receive his counsel and follow his voice, God will open the door. God will set up people in front of us to help us when we get there. Maybe God tells you to go there and you say, I don't know anybody. I don't have enough money. But God set it up. God will prepare for you. I listened to the testimony of Chuck and Dewey. They obey the Lord. And after they got married, they have to fly back to say hi to the parents of Dewey. And when they got there, the Lord knows already what's going to happen to them. But they obey the Lord to go and respect, show honor to the parents. But when they want to fly back, the immigration say, you need a visa to fly back. Wow. It means that they have to stay in Jakarta another few days or maybe 10 days or, or three weeks or something like that. Because they obey the Lord. When they visit the church in California, all the brothers and sisters there gave them love offering for their wedding, $600 as a gift for wedding. That $600 is perfect for them to stay a few more weeks in Jakarta to pay for the hotel, everything. God prepare everything for them because they obey the voice of the Lord their God to respect their parents. Amen? How many people have missed God, listened to wrong voice and make mistake and lose money or lose something? I have done it. If you make mistake, I want to encourage you. Don't give up. This is a learning process. Sometimes you thought you heard from God, but it was not God. You make a big mistake, and you lose something. You lose time, money, energy, friendship. When you miss it, when you screw up, don't stop. Keep following the Holy Spirit. Keep training yourself to check in first to hear the Holy Spirit. All the days of your life. And believe me, you're going to be better and better and better as years go by. You're going to be more sensitive to his guidance and leading. I would like to ask Molly to come up to give testimony. How God blessed her job because she applied the teaching of listening to the Holy Spirit. Sister Molly, can you come up and give testimony to all of us?
Good morning, brother and sister. On Thanksgiving Day, I had a chance to uh, share my experience about the Holy Spirit with Pastor Lau on the Thanksgiving Day. On that day, it was amazing. There was a big group sharing, and I myself have a conversation with Pastor Lau on the hearing from the Holy Spirit. Um, briefly about myself, um, I'm a full-time working mom. Ted, my husband, and myself love to work, and we love to have fun, and we are so busy raising the two boys, Matt and Phil. My life is always on the go, busy and demanding, and I know that each day I need the Holy Spirit to guide me. I feel the difference on the day that if I didn't take time to spend time with God or communicate to the Holy Spirit, I can see the, the result of my work, that it ends up taking so much time, and sometimes it, it, it comes back to the starting point again. It's going nowhere, and I feel frustrated and have no fun. And then I can see the difference in contrast. If in the morning I spend quality time with God, and I pause during the day that I know that 10 minutes, okay, let's stop and communicate to the Holy Spirit on the challenge that I have. And I can see that things are changing in a different way. Um, I get the direction, and when the direction comes, it comes like lightning. It fast, it flow, and it firm. And I, many times I have to grab the pen and write it down. Or if I'm in front of the laptop, I have to close my eyes and tie because he give me who is the person that I need to talk to and uh, what is the next step. And I can confirm that, that I experience it at my work. One thing, though, that I want very badly is God touch me or give me the signs and all that, but... You know what? I never got any audible voice. I don't feel or dream or have vision the night before I go to work. And I also don't feel any electric flow. So, but the one thing that I can confirm is that it is the conviction in the heart. And my conscience was prompted. And there is a witness in the heart. And when it comes, it comes as a package. It's so amazing when it say, I say package. It say direction, and it also have peace. And I feel that I feel confident. And this is it. Uh, this is the direction that I want to take. And it's okay that when I don't have a good receiving on that day. I take my time. I told my team that, hey, stop. Uh, I think like we need more time. So I extend the time for my team to help me digest, and I myself can be quiet my mind and talk to the Holy Spirit. So I think we, it really true, and I want to confirm what I learned from Pastor Lau is really can apply to my work. And I can want to sum it up, make it easy for all of us, there are only three components that to hearing from God. The first one is the humble heart that you really need to listen to, to, to hear what he has to say. You quiet your mind. And the second thing is the faith to proceed. When he gives you the direction, you, you proceed with your faith. 
which is a belief without proof or uh, evidence. And the third thing is you check if you step out and you feel peace and confidence or not. You need three components. Missing one component, it can create a bad side effect that you will regret. So I would say if you don't have three components, it probably from your own ego or your pride will kick in, and that is the work that, that is not come from the Holy Spirit. So I'm thankful for the opportunity to share today, and thank you, and I love you guys. Thank you. Everything we do in life, me as a pastor, I pastor this church by being led by the Holy Spirit. As a husband... I need to check with the Holy Spirit how should I behave as a husband and I should check with the Holy Spirit what should I do as a dad, as a doctor, everything I should check with the Holy Spirit. And I agree, when the Holy Spirit speaks to you, it's like a drop, boom, so quickly. And sometimes when I went to visit the fellowship churches around the world, either Thailand or Europe, and I saw the problem in the church, wow. This problem is messy. And you know what I did? I will turn on the antenna and listen. What is going on? What is the solution? And I feel the same way like Molly say. It just dropped boom into my heart. I have to pull out a piece of paper. That's why I always carry a piece of paper like this. This is from surgery. You put your gown on and they have this piece of paper to stick to the gown to turn your body so that you can tie your body. And this I say, don't throw away, give to me. Because I keep it to record something right away. And from the OR, from the surgery. When God tell me something, I write it down and he even tell me scripture. What scripture? What scripture? And then I produce the lesson called ministry advice to tell the pastor around the world not to do that, do this, it comes from the Holy Spirit. We call words of wisdom, words of knowledge. God can give you words of wisdom, words of knowledge in helping or solve the problem, your own problem or other people's problem. You need to hook up to the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Should we confess together? Let's confess together. Lord, I know that You are in me. You live inside me. I thank you, Father, for sending the greater one, the Holy Spirit, the comforter, the counselor, the helper, the strengthener, to live inside me. The Holy Spirit knows all things. He knows the future. He has the best answer. He has the right answer. I purpose in my heart to check with him first before I say anything, before I do anything. I will check with him. I will unclutter things in my life. And spend time with the Holy Spirit. And I believe your answer is what matters. Your answer 
is the best. I will be quiet long enough to hear from you. I purpose in my heart to listen to the greater one for every decision that I have to make. I thank you, Lord, that from now on, you train me to do that. I will be led by the Holy Spirit 24-7. And I shall be blessed because I obey the voice of the Lord, my God. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you so much for teaching this lesson to this church and to all the brothers and sisters around the world. Father, I believe, Lord, that your people in this generation will learn how to walk with the Holy Spirit, just like Jesus did, that we will be filled with the Holy Spirit, sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit, we will, Lord, always check inside. We will not be deceived by the enemy, but we know your voice. We can recognize your voice. We humble ourselves. We walk by faith. And we respond with peace and obedience, Father. We thank you, Father, in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. If any one of you in this room doesn't know Jesus yet, I would like to encourage you. God is so real, and God loves you so much. He showed himself through Christ Jesus. Jesus was born as a, from a virgin, from a woman, virgin, and he performed miracles that it was recorded in the history in the world. He was raised from the dead, and he claimed that if you believe in me, you shall have eternal life, and you shall have superabundant life. The Lord invites you right now to become his son and daughter. If you are that person, you say, God, I want you to be my father. I want you to take care of me. I want you to forgive me. I want to serve you. I want to go to heaven after I leave this world. Very simple. You just confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that the Lord Jesus is your Savior and your Lord. And from today on, just walk with him. How many people want to go to heaven? Raise your hand up. Raise your hand up. Okay. If you want to confess that, even do confess, this is the hundred times. It's okay. We can confess again and again to confirm our faith in God. Just confess it out loud with me. Father in heaven, you love me so much. You created me. I did not come from an ape. I did not come from monkey. I was created in the image of God. Lord, you send your son Jesus to die on the cross to pay for my sin, to carry my sickness, 
to take my curse on you so that you can give me life forgiveness and the blessing Lord Jesus I believe in my heart you are my savior and my lord I ask you to be the lord of my life live inside me from today on I am your child I shall be led by your holy spirit you will teach me when I read the bible you will show me what to do I will do my part I will go to church read the bible serve you obey you thank you lord I believe my sins are forgiven and my name is recorded in the book of life of the lamb I will go to heaven after I leave this world but in this life I shall enjoy the super abundant life that Jesus has paid for me thank you lord jesus in your name i pray amen thank you lord thank you lord jesus hallelujah thank you lord jesus we trust that this message is ministered to you if you would like more information about new hope international church or other teaching cd's please contact us at 206-275-1042 you may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com i'm so thirsty.